Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. We'll help you find that unicorn known as work-life balance and keep you laughing and learning every episode. So let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Elite Life. My name's Trish, and with me is my wonderful friend, Kylie. That's me. I'm here, too. Yes. And today we are going to talk about how not to die. Yeah. We're going to bring some awareness to the dangers of the real estate industry because a lot of people don't think about the positions that we put ourselves in when we're showing houses and meeting strangers off the internet, which, as you've said before, is usually a no. No. Right. You you grew up your whole life with your parents saying, don't talk to strangers. And that's exactly what we seek to do every day. Yeah. We literally ask strangers to call us and meet us at vacant houses. Yeah. It's pretty awful. And not only the strangers, um, but I was doing STARS training yesterday and I was talking about like even the houses themselves. Like there was um, a house I went to go check on for a bank and I walked in and I was on an ice rink. A pipe had busted. There was nothing but ice. I immediately like took a stop, slid forward, was like inches away from slamming my whole face onto the corner of a counter. And I would have just been sitting dead in an empty house on top of an ice rink from a busted pipe. Oh, I'm so glad you're not dead. (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) All right. So, um, you know, people, new agents, people outside the industry, they don't really understand. So today we're going to talk about um, things that agents can do to stay safe in this industry. And I've been lucky not to have too many scary situations. Um, I think my scariest situations come from driving on the freeway when we're going to these showings because people are nuts. (laughs) And especially like you just said a few minutes ago, this time of year, it's like potholia. I don't know if we could, you know, put that on the Michigan license plates now. Welcome to potholia. Seriously. Mind your axles. Oh my gosh. Poor Trent. He borrowed my car the other day. And um, I was already asleep because it was late and he was taking his girlfriend home and he uh, busted the tire on my car, hitting a pothole. And he was like, I'm so, so sorry. And I'm like, it's, it's Michigan. Like you, there's, it's not like you like rammed my car into a hole. Like they're just everywhere. You can't avoid them right now. Right. And especially with, we just got some snow and that usually also means ice. So they get full and then everything starts to melt underneath and then it still looks like it's super chill road on top. And it's a it's a psych. It's a trick. It's a dirty, dirty trick. Driving in Michigan is a dirty, dirty trick. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's start from the beginning. Um, when we get in our cars, right? Uh, in my car, Dave has set up this really nice like little magnet thing. You can get them right off Amazon.com, and it pops into your event, and you put a little magnet on the back of your cell phone, and you can set it right up there. So before I even like pull out on the road. I try to be very diligent about putting my phone up on the magnet, putting where I'm going in on my GPS, making sure I have looked at my listing ticket and I know who has listed the house so that when I get in the neighborhood, I'm looking for the 
that sign, right? Yeah. If it's an elite realty listing, I know I'm looking for a black sign with the silver logo, right? So funny story about that exact thing. So um, I was having a super frazzled day and um, I did a showing for our friend Kristen because, um, you know, we're in the northern Oakland County area and she is not. So she asked me if I would mind showing her clients, um, which was such a treat because they were such cool people. So um, I was like, OK. And I wasn't paying attention to my GPS. And I just came and stopped in front of the very first house that had a for sale sign. And then I'm waiting and I'm waiting. The people didn't show up. And then... I got a text message from the lady that I was showing. She's like, so you said you're here, but the fact that you're not here determined that's a lie. <laughs> and I looked at the sign and I was like, oh, crap on a cracker. And I had to go to the whole other side of the subdivision. But uh, yeah, paying attention is super important, right? I feel like that's a definite piece uh, to staying alive. It is. And uh, in real estate, it's so easy to get distracted, right? Um, I actually had to put, there is a thing on um, iPhones that you can put on where it's do not disturb while driving because I will see a text message come through or a phone number come through and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to get this. And if you're talking, you're going to miss where you're going, right? That's how you very easily veer off and you're in another neighborhood or another house and you're late and then it's a mess because then you're driving even worse if you're late right yeah you're hitting all the potholes at that point and every single red light because we've all been there I'm sure um let's see what's next I like to put on the podcast that I'm going to listen to mm -hmm. I very rarely listen to the radio um so I like to make sure like you said that everything is set before you go yeah, for sure. Um, and then just taking some time to make sure that the route, like I actually usually check my route on two different apps because Waze sometimes will say it's shorter, but it's not. And so I'll check it on Google and it'll have me going a different way because like they're picking up different traffic signals and okay. different things that their viewers um, have reported. So that can be super helpful too, to like check your route on a couple different um, map apps to make sure it is the most quick and efficient way to get there. Um, and they're just staying, staying aware of what's going on around you, right? Not veering off into that podcast or into your Audible, but I do like to listen to podcasts too. I think um, Tony Robbins calls it net time, no empty time. And you're able to optimize by learning while you're driving um, and getting to where you need to go. And then when it comes to getting to the property, I know you mentioned the other day, like you don't park in driveways. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, I always, when I go to do a showing, number one, before I go and meet someone, um, if it's someone new, I always have them send me a copy of their of their ID. Now, whether or not that's their actual ID, but at least I have something. That way, if I don't show up for dinner, you know, you and Ryan know who to start looking for, right? right. Um, so I always start there. That's a big safety thing for me. Um, obviously, it's not like a deal breaker. I mean, if someone really doesn't want to send me their ID, then I just go in super cautious because I'm like, why, right? Mm -hmm. They have my face, my contact information. I send them my virtual business card. Um, so I try to make that a big thing. Then, yeah, when I get there, I never park in the driveway because I don't want anyone to be able to block me in. So I always always park at the curb 
Um, and sometimes if I don't know who's going to meet me, like if they didn't send me their ID, I wait for them to show up and I wait for them to get out of the car first. Um, sometimes I'll wave, um, but usually I let them get out of the car first. That way I can kind of size them up and make sure that I feel safe and I feel good um, and that everything is is going in a comfortable direction. Um, the other thing I do is I once we get in, I tell them, I say, okay, you guys, I'm going to let you poke around. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm going to stay right here on the main floor um, if there are upstairs or downstairs, stairs, different levels. Mm -hmm. We'll just go with that. Um, that way I can make sure I never go in basements. I learned that from you. Um, and I never go upstairs or in attics or anything like that because that minimizes someone's ability to like, you know, corner you or surprise you or block you in. Um, so keep that in mind, too, and be very aware. Um, and, and when I open the door, even if it's vacant, I always give like a hootie hoo. I'm like, hello, hello. And I take a minute to listen to see if the if there's a response or something like that or even someone moving. I had an agent tell me I was doing an open house and we were just talking about, um, you know, ways to stay safe. And she carried. So she had her CPL. She said she was showing a house. I don't remember what city. Um, I think it was Pontiac, she said. And it was a last minute showing. So it was later at night. It was winter time, So the sun was going down. And she said, um, everything seemed fine. She pulled up. Um, she met the clients. They went inside. And as they're starting to get into the house, she hears footsteps on the basement stairs coming up. And it was a vacant house. They were investors, so they were going to get it and fix it up and yada, yada. So she hollered. She pushed her people out the door, pulled her gun out, and she hollered, I have a gun. We're leaving. Don't move. I'll shoot you. You know, and then they backed out, closed the door. She's like, I have never driven so fast in my life. Um, and then she called the listing agent to say, hey, you have a squatter. And she said what was funny was as she was outside getting to her car and getting her in her car, she noticed things that she didn't check out before. So here's some tips on before you get in the house. Um, if you're showing a house that's been vacant or something like that, I don't care if it's in Pontiac or West Bloomfield, um, you are kind of looking around the side. Is the side door busted in? Are there any windows busted in? Um, uh, are there tracks in the driveway? That's the one beautiful thing about snow is you can see if people have been there, um, which could be other showings for sure, but still something to make you more aware. Um, and uh, just staying, like like I said, you, you open the door, give a hootie hoo, and take a minute just to see if anybody responds or if you hear anything creepy so that you can then decide if you're going to go in or, or not. And I mean, that can happen to anybody. Yeah, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be people because, like you said, in Michigan, it gets so cold. Um, and you need to be aware inside homes, but also like inside garages. Andy had a listing in Plymouth and there was a squatter in the garage. Mm. Um, people want to get warm, but also animals. So I've had multiple accounts of agents who went to go in a house and there's a dog or there's a raccoon. So I love when you said like either banging on the door really loud or saying, hey, I'm coming in or both before you're entering the property. Um, like you said, taking those looks around. Are there any windows open? Um, like you said, is the side door broken in? All, all these things are telltale signs, but we're in a hurry. Like we're, we're a hurry culture. And so we don't take that extra second to, um, I think great practice is park across the street 
take a look at the house, check out the exterior, just, just make yourself take that extra minute to pay attention, um, and proceed with caution. Because I know I started in this business when I was, um, 20 and I met strangers off the internet in downtown Detroit. And actually it was even worse because we didn't really use the internet then. It was the newspaper. Right. And there was no Life 360. No. And that actually mentioning Life 360, that was one of the things I wanted to add is, um, Um, If you go to your app store, there are tons of realtor safety apps and you can snap the picture of the people's license plate when they pulled up. So like you were saying, um, to pay attention when people pull in, letting them get out first, you can snap a picture of their license plate, put it in the app, set a timer if I'm not out in 25 minutes, alert these emergency contacts. So there's a lot of different realtor safety apps and I would definitely tell tell people to grab one of those, especially if you don't have um, a lot of other people in your life that are keeping track of you, right? Not everybody has other people. Um, So those realtor safety apps can really come in handy because you can have them call the police, you can have them alert your office or your emergency contacts or whatever that may be. Um, When it comes to caring, I always tell people to like be really not only aware of who's in the house, but who you're taking in the house. We had an agent one time, Laura, and she went in with a client that she didn't know. And they were in the house walking around and the client asked her, do you carry a gun? And she's like, that's a weird question. Like, why would you? And it wasn't like in a funny joking way or in a conversation way. It was like a straight up like random ask while he was walking around the house. So I don't like it. Yeah. It felt really, really off. And I think that's important too, to trust your gut. Like there's been times it's better to be safe than sorry. And there's been times where I have, um, had Dave come with me to showing. So I'll be like, Hey, will you ride with me to the showing? I just got a weird, strange vibe from this guy on the phone. And you know, every time it's ended up fine, but I'd rather him be in the car and it end up fine than me be my, by myself and it not Not end up fine. Yeah. I had kind of a similar sort of situation. So, um, Ryan and I, we do a lot of stuff together. We're partners, um, and he's still kind of learning the ropes. I've got a little bit more experience than him. Um, So I like to take him along on, like, listing appointments and showings and things like that so he can really kind of get that confidence up. Um, So we had a a listing um, appointment, and um, I was super excited, and I was communicating back and forth with the guy, and all of our stuff, mine and Ryan says, Kylie and Ryan, Kylie and Ryan. And I do my best to make sure that if Ryan is going to come with me, I let people know so that nobody is surprised because I try to put myself in the, you know, in the client's shoes too. You know, if you're like a little old lady, the last thing you want is like two people showing up when you were expecting one. So that's another thing I think people should keep in mind is just, you know, perspective outside of yourself. So um, the listing appointment was an hour away. We're driving there. I'm texting with him, just letting him know we're on the way, yada, yada. And then I texted. uh, So he wrote and said, hey, pull into the driveway and use the side door, um, which I never do. Like I just said, I always pull out front. So um, I said, okay, we will be there in a few minutes. And he's like, you're not coming alone. And I said, no, I have my husband, Ryan, with me. He's my partner. We do everything together. He goes, um, he goes, oh, you should have mentioned that. You know, and I said, I, I'm sorry if I, you know, if I didn't. I usually, you know, 
say we and us and things like that. And Ryan, we're married. So he's like my arm. Right. <laughs> um, so then, um, you know, I wrote him back apologetically, like as agents, as salespeople, we always assume the fault. Always. Just you never want to have a client make you point fingers, you know. So anyway, so. I, I said, you know, I'm sorry if I forgot to mention that when we set up the appointment, I thought we did. Um, you know, I said, I didn't mean to catch you off guard. I don't like any surprises. And he goes, me either. Don't come. Ooh. I was literally in the neighborhood. <laughs> so on one hand, it might have been that he just wasn't paying attention and he was surprised and he was expecting one person instead of two. On the other hand, he found out that it wasn't just little old me and my six foot three, you know, over 200 pound husband was coming too, and that ruined his plans. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, you know, make sure that if you do have someone coming with you, you let the client know. But I, I, I'm the same as you. Like if I'm meeting someone new um, and if it's especially if it's a man and I'm a chick and I'm just going into their house for a listing appointment, it's different if they're coming to the office. Right. Yeah. Um, I usually always take Ryan with me because like you said, it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually reminds me of this crazy story I have, too. <laughs> I love your crazy um, <laughs> story. You have so many good stories. So let's pause real quick for a, a break from our sponsor, but don't go away. It's going to be really fast. And I want to tell you this, this crazy story that I have, too. <laughs> You're listening to The Elite Life. Elite Life. We'll be right back after this message. Stop spinning your wheels trying to build your real estate business. Quit struggling with work-life balance and let Stars Academy teach you everything you need to know to be successful in real estate. Hundreds of successful real estate agents have used the training and coaching from Stars Academy to accelerate and level up their real estate careers. Learn how to start your business on the right foot, where to find free leads, how to increase your conversion rate, get those clients to the closing table on time, and turn them into consistent referral sources for future business. And with Stars Academy Money Back Guarantee, you have nothing to lose and tons of knowledge, tools, and resources to gain. So head over to MyStarsAcademy.com today so you can start making money now. Welcome back to the Elite Life. Business and life talks to help you get a little better every day. Here are your hosts, Kylie and Trish. And we're back to wrap up this episode of Grit, Grace, and Real Estate. If you're just joining us, we're talking about how not to die as a realtor. And Kylie shared with us a fantastic story about how her client was surprised, we think, um, when she showed up with her husband. And it reminded me of um, a story when I was early in my real estate career. I was in my early 20s. And uh, I had, I don't even know where the guy came from. I randomly got a listing appointment. Um, it was a condo. And something about the call, again, like we have these intuitions and we have to listen to them because something, normally I would go on listing appointments by myself, but something about this call just felt weird and I had asked Andy to go with me and so we pull up to the condo complex and it was such a strange thing because we could see that this unit had its windows tinted so you could not see in the unit from the outside of the building who tints their their house windows right right in a condo and like it's surprising that the condo like looking back like I know so much more now right this was right. in the 
the beginning of my real estate career. Like, HOA is not going to Right, allow the that. HOA would not allow that, right? But you're talking about, I started in 03, so this was probably around 05. So they might not have been as strict back then. This is, it was the wild, wild west of real estate, for sure. <laughs> um, so I get there, and that was like, we did notice that. We're like, weird, the windows are tinted on the outside. That's super strange. Now, I did not tell this guy that Andy was coming, and because um, I kind of decided last minute. I was like, I just something was just off. And so we walk in and we knock on the door and he was like, he was, he was like silence of the lambs. Like oh. it puts the lotion on the skin, you know, like oh. just so creepy. And he's like, you didn't tell me you were bringing someone. And I was like, oh yeah, like Andy's an expert in the area and I wanted him to meet you and take a look too. We're partners. It'll be great. And he was like, okay. And so like I came in and oh my gosh, Kylie, like the house was so just creepy. Like there was um, medication everywhere, like bottles of pills and prescriptions and like alcohol bottles and like everything in the place is super creepy. And we're young and we're like, okay, you know, we still want to like get this sale. Like right. even though we're super creeped out. <laughs> I feel like when you're young, you're like willing to take more chances, right? You're like, yeah. well, I could die or I could make a couple grand, right? right? Like, <laughs> that's a lot of money when you're 20. Right. So like we're, we went through the spiel and he was just, it was so, there was like one room that this was before technology was big and he had one room with like cameras all around. I'm, I'm pretty positive he was definitely going to kill me and torture me in that, that condo. And needless to say, say like we weren't there long like we went through the paperwork he was like oh I gotta think about it we left never heard from him again ever at all like I hope you know he didn't kill anybody else I mean, oh my in God. hindsight should have authority uh, well I mean and you can't even like let the authorities know what are you gonna say like oh I went to a listing appointment this dude was super creepy yeah. like there's nothing really you I'm pretty do. sure Buffalo Bill yeah. is living in the end unit over here <laughs> Seriously. Um, Anonymous tips. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so super creepy. Um, and I also, like, again, paying attention to the people you're interacting. I've had two uh, listing appointments where I showed up and the it, it, both of them were divorce situations. Um, and one, Mr. was super angry and left in a rage. And the other one, Mr. was super drunk and was like, hey, you want some of this tequila? How about some Bud Light? And so being aware of that too, like I felt very uncomfortable. I was like super hyper aware of everything going on because when somebody has been drinking or you notice somebody is off, like you have have to be extra on the ball because anything could happen at any time, right? Like if they're not in their right mind, you know, at that point when I realized like the one that was like actively drinking at the table while I'm trying to give my listing presentation, I'm like, okay, we're going to wrap this up real quick before all of that kicks in, you yeah. know? So. Well, and that made me think of something else too, which we didn't put on the list, which should totally be on the list is um, a lot of times you go to listing appointments and people are super duper friendly and hospitable and they offer you drinks. So if they do offer you something to drink or something to eat, either politely decline or make sure that it's a bottle of water. Do you have bottled water? No. OK, well, I'm fine. Thank you. 
you know, I always bring my own water because during a listing appointment, you're talking a lot. You're having a lot of conversation. Your mouth might be dry. So I always bring my own shaker bottle full of water or juice or Trisha juice or whatever I'm drinking that day to stay alive. And um, that was one thing I just thought of just now is don't don't take food and drink from people that's already been opened or yeah or something I'm glad you brought that up because I thought of it while you were talking and then I forgot about (laughs) it again and then you started saying it I'm like oh my gosh she's in my head spend so much time together yes, because it's so true right like we we see it on tv all the time and they get those ideas out of real life right like someone can drop something in your your cup of water or your cup of coffee or your cup of tea and I'm the same as you I always have two shaker bottles in my bag and I'm like no nope, I'm good I got my water right here or I'll immediately take it out and put it on the table so they see like I'm solid no problem yeah yeah. yeah, super important. Um, and I think like other than that, I, I don't know if you you kind of mentioned Life 360, but I really want to kind of reiterate that because I when I was first approached about putting Life 360 on my phone, I'm like, why would people need to like know where I am? Like my my kid and my husband don't need to know where I am and be tracking my every moment. And it has came in such handy so many times from just like when we were we were in Las Vegas for a conference and Trent got lost in Detroit at a hockey game and we were able to navigate him home by looking at like 360 or I have gotten super crazy lost and for whatever odd reason my GPS won't work but Dave can pick me up on life 360 and help me get where I need to get um so I I love the app life 360 and I feel like everybody should have their family on it especially like if you have teenage drivers you can see how fast they're driving um so that leads into safety too even though they're not realtors you want to keep your family safe your teen drivers safe and sometimes it's just you know helping you navigate where you need to go so I love that app for sure but also too like you said like if you're broken down on the side of the road and you're in the middle of the freeway you don't know what mile marker whatever you passed yeah so I mean that's come in handy for Ryan and I a couple times where I'm like I don't know where I'm at I'm on the freeway somewhere between you know Novi and Northville I don't know you know Yeah. And I see another one you have on here that we haven't touched yet. Maybe the last one before we wrap up is to scope out their social media. Yes, That is like, I have done that on quite a few occasions where I'm like, I just don't know. And I'll run on Facebook and Instagram and like go back in their feed and like, okay, yeah, they look like good people. Because you should have their email address and their name and you know where they live, you know, so it, I mean, there might be other John Smiths, you know, but um, yeah, that's one thing that I like to do just to make sure. And then I friend, I friend them, mm-hmm. you know, so and that's another thing to start that bonding process, because even if you go to the appointment and they don't pick you right away or, you know, whatever, they can scope you out, too. And they can see, oh, she's super professional. Oh, she she does fitness or oh, she's got kids, you know, and you start that bonding process yeah. before you even get there. Yeah, and one that just popped in my head that's kind of a funny one, but I do pay attention to this too, is like, ladies, don't be wearing your stilettos to go show some strangers off the internet because you you ain't running nowhere, right? You're not running anywhere. And I have thought about that on multiple occasions. Like, I need to make sure, like, it sounds crazy and silly, but... 
if you do need to turn around and run, you are not running in your Manolo Blahniks, right? Like that's not happen. You have to have flat shoes or comfortable boots or something that's maneuverable when you are showing houses. I always think about when I'm getting ready in the morning, like what am I doing, you know, throughout my entire day? Does, do these shoes make sense for the entire day? Like if I'm just doing a closing in my office, that's cool. And I do also always keep extra shoes, um, in my office and my desk, there's a pair of shoes and there's always shoes in my car as well, because you have 12 gym bags. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. If I got to sport some tennis shoes and dress, it's probably trendy, right? So it's all good. Um, but that is important as well. Those little details can be everything. FYI, you cannot run in flip-flops either. So truth. That's a good point. That I just point. I just feel like if you're if you're in high heels at that point, you might as well just take it off and try and just beat someone to death with it. <laughs> like it's now a weapon. Stab them with the stilettos. That's oh. our Spanish side coming out right there. I'm gonna take my shoe off and I'm gonna hit you with it. You better run. Yes, yes. And um, one that just popped in my head too, this is definitely, for, for real, for real, the last one. <laughs> um, I did have an agent, uh, Tanya. She used to always look every client up on Otis online, O-T-I-S. That's a great idea. Yeah. So you can look people up on Otis because um, she told me about it because she had a client that, or a quote unquote client, a scammer call and say they wanted to see a million dollar home. And when she looked them up on Otis, they were like bank fraud, theft, like all of this like fraud and theft and like jewelry heist, like just crazy stuff. And I, she was like, well, I guess I won't be showing them the million dollar house so they can rob it, you know? Right. Um, yeah. By the way, Otis stands for Offender Tracking Information System. Thank you. We're not going to talk about how I know that. <laughs> um, speaking of, okay, so um, I took uh, my lovely niece, Macy, um, with me on a showing last night. Um, and I know you said this was the last one. So Trish is done. She's going to shut up now. It's my turn. Um, safety tips. So when you're showing a house, um, you come in the house, you take the key out of the lockbox and you hold on to it and you close the door behind you and you lock the door so that number one, no one can sneak up on you. And number two, no pushy realtors can come behind you and try and infringe on your showing time. Um, the other thing that I do is because last night, um, super hot house. So cute. Um, so there were people literally lined up behind us. There were only 15 minute window showings. Um, and so the people behind us were there when we were coming out and um, my client was like, oh, the other people are here so you can just leave it open. And I'm like, nope. I always, I don't care if it's a regular combo box, if it's a sentry lock, I always, always, always put the key back and lock it up because if they are an agent, they have the code. And if they're not, you just let a stranger into the house and now you're responsible for whatever happens after that. Yep, 100%. And um, I have actually had as well where I was walking in to a house. It was a vacant house I was going to list. And all of a sudden, a random guy off the street was like, oh, are you a realtor? Can you show me this house? And it's like, okay, you know, I could be missing out on an opportunity to show a client or I could be smart and not get killed by some random sketchy dude that's walking down the road yeah. and could be mentally unstable and wants to drag me in this house and kill me, right? So a good excuse is like, you know what? Yes, I am a realtor. I would love to show it to you. I'm on my way to my next showing, but let me write down your name and number and I'll call back and set it up. And that way you have time to do your due diligence and you're not showing a random sketchy person that walks up at the house because that happens often too. It happens all the time. Yeah, realtors trying to hand off keys 
parties or people saying, hey, will you take me in the house? And you never know who those people are. Even if someone walks up and they're in a suit, they could be acting like a realtor. That's what I told Macy yesterday. I was like, just so you know, and my sister's going to kill me if she doesn't go to college and she goes into real estate. (laughs) But I was like, never, ever, ever hand the keys off to anybody because there are people who literally will do that because that's their bread and butter and they have no moral compass. Yeah, we um, there was a, a big ring that was going around, a scam ring or a theft ring, whatever you want to call it. But I remember um, it was about 12-ish years ago and Real Comp kept posting that there was these people that were going to open houses and stealing from the open houses. Oh, no. So I think we should definitely make note of that too. Like, hey, if you're doing an open house, you know, be aware, be prepared and have a partner or two, right? Like you can have another agent there that serves multi-purposes to both be your backup and be safe. But also if a buyer comes through and they don't want to buy this house, that agent can can take the buyer to go show them other houses and then you can also have a mortgage rep there to pre-approve people who aren't pre-approved yet and start that conversation in case you're busy sitting by yourself in a vacant house that's been posted all over the internet that we're having an open house can be dangerous so be aware be prepared um let your clients know hey we're doing an open house put your expensive stuff away yeah right like don't leave your tablet out and your your kids switch and your whatever you know your your jewelry jewelry in the safe yeah for sure for sure because you know they're gonna get mad at you the agent if all of a sudden their wedding ring's missing even though they shouldn't have left it sitting on their bathroom counter right why is your wedding ring off Sharon (laughs) maybe she crossfits and she takes it off because I do (laughs) I take mine off Every once in a while. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure it's embedded. If you get a heavy deadlift with three rings on, you know, it's tearing the hands up. So (laughs) every episode ends in CrossFit. One day Grand Trunk is going to sponsor us. See? Yep. Absolutely. Oh, well, I think that that is our time for today, folks. This has been fun. And I feel like we gave a ton of good value here. Lots of good nuggets. So um, if you were driving and you didn't get to write this down, take a re-listen and write some of this stuff down. Get your car prepared with some of the things we talked about. Get your phone prepared with some of these apps and take action and be safe out there, guys. Yeah. And don't forget to share. I mean, you know, if you're an agent, you know other agents. And this, um, you know, especially for new agents who, like you said, are so focused on hitting that first deal, (laughs) you know, share this with other agents, share this with family and friends, because it's just as dangerous for agents as it is for people who are buying, people who are selling. Um, So share, 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 share. And one more thing, don't forget to share it. You can also drop a comment um, and reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Um, Kylie is amazing at always finding new things to chat about. But if there's something you want to hear us chat about, let us know. We are doing this for you. So we want to bring you value. We want to teach you about things maybe you haven't experienced yet. So if you have questions, you want to hear more about something, you have a topic you want to hear us talk about, whether it's real estate, it's what's our newest hair color, Kylie, Um, or more crossfit yeah yeah my email is kylie that's k-y-l-e-e at mystarsacademy.com um you can reach me there as well and um did i remind everybody to share share this show i think you did oh okay good you should share the show if you haven't yet (laughs) (laughs) that's it folks great grace and real estate i love you all 
We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend and drop us a five-star review so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our YouTube channel, The Elite Life Podcast. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy. 